Hello and welcome. My name is Chris Guest, and this is the Ball Hawks Podcast with my co-host, Mike Cave. Here he is. We're all here, ready to rock, getting into some Atlanta Hawks talk. Talking Hawks. Hello and welcome. You know what time it is. It's another edition of the Ballhawks Podcast. My name is Chris Guest, the site expert over there at Soaring Down South. Also recently a uh, writer at ClutchPoints.com. Go uh, find my news-breaking stuff over there. But before we go any further, it's always and forever my co-host, Michael Cave. What's up, Big Top? Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? Wow, the chemistry is <laughs> erupting out of the airwaves, uh, and Mike is bringing well, the energy today. <laughs> well, you can see my bond bowl cut right now. No, he's looking good. I'm looking at it. He's got the waves. Um, yeah, it's shaved on, completely shaved on the sides. Yeah, he's got that fade. Zach Morris on top. Mm-hmm. Trey Young on top. Um, <laughs> no, except much, Lloyd Pierce on the sides. Much... Trey Young on top. <laughs> no, no, I'm Lord Pierce on top, and then I don't even <laughs> know. Lord, <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Now, that's a nickname I can get behind Lord right there, Pierce, our, yeah. our Lord Pierce. I like that a lot. No blasphemy here on the Ball Hawks pod, but still a uh, great nickname. But, uh, yeah, we're talking Atlanta Hawks. Uh, it's been an uh, action-packed uh, week. We recorded last uh, last day of February last month. It's mm-hmm. been uh, been a lot going on, I must say. It's one of the worst weeks ever for me to go out of town. <laughs> worst yeah. weekends. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you had to be gone on perhaps the, the best game of the season. Mm-hmm. You're right there working, working those nicks. Sorry, I, I balled yesterday. And uh, DeMarcus <laughs> Cousins lookalike <laughs> elbowed me in the titty and... I have no titty. Sorry. Oh, got distracted. Goodness. Yep, yep. Indeed, he, <laughs> flat, he was flashing me over here. I couldn't look away. But, uh, <laughs> but yes, quite a wild week. Uh, Hawks went one and three in that week. But really, all the takeaways all week. It's all about Trey Young. I mm. mean, he's been going bonkers. Um, people are saying, "Hmm, did we give the Rookie of the Year award away too early to Luca? Uh-huh. Who knows?" Uh-huh. I mean, I think so. He's been playing great. Uh, he got robbed of a Player of the Week award. Ben Simmons uh, took it took it from oh, him with yeah. his Australian spindly arms. Um, <laughs> yeah, just I, changed I, his shot. You heard about that? Oh no! What did he change Apparently, arms? Because he yeah. needs to be wait, he's really? shooting right-handed now. Yeah. <laughs> wait, see for real? Yeah. Oh, shit. I don't know if it's like consistently, but they showed a couple of clips of him. I mean, like, yeah, he, he needs them. to be doing that yeah. because the way he's shooting, like the way he's holding his hand, it's like he's going to shoot it with his mm-hmm. right hand because it's, it's like this hand is his guide hand, but he shoots with that hand. It's mm-hmm. so weird. He, he had like a little like fadeaway. Dude, like, that's insane that. news. Where'd you see that? Uh, I think this on Instagram. This is, this is obliterating Maybe. my entire <laughs> plan for the episode. Maybe Bleacher Report. I'll see if I can find it. I mean, I would have gotten that update on Imagine. But anyway, um, it must have been Instagram, don't need man. any dead air. But I yeah. mean, that's good news because that's what he needs to do. Because mm-hmm. clearly, he needs to be shooting with that end. I mean, you see where he almost made that uh, lob from half court as a three would have been his first three. No, no. no he, <laughs> he to... threw a lob from like half court to try to alley oop it, and it, it almost banked in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh goodness! Well, uh, well, there we go. That's good news for uh, yeah, for the for Sixers. Sixers fans out there. Uh, you know, I am big on the Sixers myself. Uh, big Embiid guy, and of course we should be because you know they sort of pioneered pioneered this whole uh, process deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a couple of process vets there, Lloyd Pierce. We got Justin Anderson. So, so yeah, shouts to Seventy Sixers, and let's hope Ben uh, can take that mantle of the next LeBron, and uh, maybe he'll get Player of the Week awards that he actually deserves, as mm-hmm. opposed to ones that he just steals from, forcefully took from our <laughs> beloved rookie. Trey Young. I mean, he was averaging over like 34 points, like nine assists. He was shooting like 50% from three, yet Ben got it with like 16 points and 13 assists per game. And yeah. of course, the comparison that uh, the Fox Sports feed showed was 0% from three for <laughs> yeah. Ben Simmons, which, which I liked. But well, um, didn't, hasn't, wasn't Trey the leading scorer since all, All-Star break of any player? I, I, think, I think he might be, because yeah, Harden's that. down. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah, Harden's down. <laughs> Oh, yes. They only know if they've been following the Yeah, yeah. So, of course, everyone knows Mike is obsessed with his fantasy. Um, 
playoff uh, week. I mean, he was uh, he was real pumped when JC got that double double last night for him. Yeah, uh, which we'll get to some recent games here, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll go back in reverse chronological order. Is that reverse or no? No, we'll just go back all the way back to Friday's game, which that's the one we all want to talk about. Mike, of course, was on the slopes in, oh, yeah. in New England. He came back with a, a oh, cutout Maine. of Tom Brady's head. Well, Maine is New England. It is. Yeah, sure. States, cities. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> oh, that's going to be good. We need to pull that that's one out. That's how southern I am. We need to pull that out for states, <laughs> states, 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 states. Am I right? I like that. I like that. We do need to That's how much I hate. Geography. Geography. Well, just the Patriots. The United States. Oh. I refuse to acknowledge anywhere. Well, you hated enough that you brought back a <laughs> gigantic <laughs> cutout head of Tom Brady. That is, uh, did yeah. you see where it was? Uh huh. I guess I guess Zach must have put it in. It's behind some of the plants on the mantle. Uh, okay, I missed yeah, it. Yeah, it's a huge cutout of Tom Brady's head, and uh, I came I out of my bedroom yesterday, or should I say, my office? Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Um, and then I walk out, and there's Tom's face yeah. just taped to <laughs> taped to my door frame. Made it look like he's peeking around uh, the corner. I, I immediately reacted and punched it as far <laughs> as I could. Um, yeah, I'll admit I was pretty wasted. And we went to like a <laughs> themed bar right outside of Fenway. And oh yeah, you're gonna see I saw it. it and I couldn't resist. I mean, so. why not? Why not get a Mookie Betts one, dude? I'd much rather have that in the house. Yeah. They had a life size cutout of Tom Brady that I wanted to steal that people had drawn all over, like. <laughs> Made like a pirate, make it like a pirate, but God. enough Tom talk. <laughs> Tom, Tom, first Tom, time. terrific Tom first time. Yep. But anyway, um, Friday's game absolutely bonkers AF. Uh, one of the craziest games I've ever seen. Of course, it's not. Uh, I mean, it's the second quadruple overtime game the Hawks have played in like three seasons because mm-hmm. they had that crazy one against the Knicks. Um, when Mello was still on that, so that shows you how quickly the NBA can change. Mm. But uh, but this one was great. Uh, I mean, just a back and forth affair. Um, Trey hit a what looked to be a game winning three with two point two seconds left. He splashed it, swished it clean over Chris Dunn, uh, which foreshadowing there, Chris Dunn plays heavily into other parts of, uh, of the Hawks' week, um, which gave him a one twenty four one twenty one lead, I believe. And then Dwayne Debman in a just a terrible move. Fouled Otto Porter on a three-pointer. Uh, Porter calmly stepped up, switched all three uh, free throws, and that tied the game. And then the rest was 20 minutes of overtime action. Jeez. All players were tired AF, uh, except really, I mean, even Zach Levine was tired, but that he poured in a ton of points in overtime. Um, ended up with 47 for Zach Levine. <clears throat> wow. I didn't yeah. see that stat. Yeah, yeah. It was, they were dueling, man. It was, it was great. Um, but, uh, but Trey, it was all about Trey. Uh, he had 49 points, uh, uh, and, uh, 16 assists. So, uh, I did a little piece on soaring down South recently of eight crazy sets, not to be confused with eight crazy nights, the classic Adam <laughs> Sandler animated film. Um, would you like to build a snowman? <laughs> Uh, good old, good old Adam Sandler. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, Mike's back in on Adam Sandler uh, after watched watching Happy, Happy Gilmore again. Which, a true classic, no question. Uh, as well as I Bill, forget about Billy Vince. Madison, my favorite one with Chris Farley. That is correct. <laughs> I forget that Ben Stiller's in Happy Gilmore. He's the nurse at the at the oh, home. Yeah. He's just like <laughs> telling all the old people who'll kill him. Oh, He's man. getting them to make quilts yeah. on the black. <laughs> That's right. And then Carl Weathers, of course. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So good. Amazing film, no question. And um, who else? Uh, that uh, oh. chick is in it, too. Oh, I mean, Shooter McGavin. Shooter oh, yeah, yeah. Shooter McGavin. But then the, the, the wife is the one know. from uh, Modern Family, right? Uh, oh, it, that is her, I think. It? Yeah, I think you're right. I could be, could be thinking about it. But... I believe so. <laughs> I wouldn't have reckoned it because she has, like, really short hair in I that movie. I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, you know, she's good. But uh, but anyway, here we go. So, <laughs> the eight stats. So, let's see. What do we got here? I'm going through. I, I wrote this not too long ago, but I've already forgotten what I wrote. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, over the past 25 years, only three rookies have produced a 40-point 10-assist game. Trey Young in that overtime game, LeBron, and MJ. So, uh, decent company to be sure for our rook. Now, in NBA history, 
if you look that up, uh, it has been uh, LeBron, MJ, Jeff Petrie, who I do not know who that is, Earl Monroe, and uh, the big O Oscar Robertson are the only other rookies uh, to produce that stat line. So that is only a list that it's happened 12 times in NBA history. So uh, insane company for uh, for our rookie. Yeah. That was written off as a, a draft bust before uh, it even began. Was I was going to ask, we were talking about this yesterday, me and a couple of friends at basketball, would Trey have been the first rookie to ever score 50 points if he got the 50? Oh, you know, that's a good question. Uh, I just saw Earl uh, Earl Thomas. I was said had 49. Earl like Monroe. Earl Monroe, Let's yeah. see, let's see. You can always go to the basketball reference uh, player game finder. Um if you want to check that out, here we can look it up right now for, what do we say, rookie, any 50 point. Let's take a look here. Good radio. We're getting it going. Ah, uh, yes, yeah. yes. Some rookies have, uh, Will, but as you now, would expect, yeah, course, Will, yeah. Elgin Baylor. Uh, Earl Monroe did do it, actually. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Rick Barry did it, another Hall of Famer. Oh, no, that's right. The one that always gets me, Brandon Jennings did it. What? Yeah, yeah he did it with the Bucks in <laughs> 2009. Yeah. Oh, my God. Where and is so, he now? I uh, believe he's playing in China right now. Uh, mm. and then George Mikan, Kareem did it, and AI did it in 1997. So that is also a thin list. Yeah, I would have loved for Trey to get a 50. I mean, he finished one point off. I mean, I'm saying, yeah. think if he just hit, like, two more threes in that game. He's got mm. 55 points, like to tie Jennings, you know, mm-hmm. for recent rookie records. And honestly, this is a quick digression. Thinking about Brandon Jennings, uh, you know, perhaps that's a little uh, cautionary tale about what might happen to Trey. we got to watch out. Because, mm-hmm. like, what, well, Brandon Jennings, I mean, I, I don't really remember much of what he was into. But, like, was he a good defender? Probably not. Is Trey a good defender? Good heavens, no. <laughs> so, so, you know, just uh, hopefully he can improve and uh, stays hot from three. Uh, Brandon Jennings was seven of eight when he scored fifty-five points from three. From three. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. But that would have been nice to see uh, Trey get to fifty. But uh, hey, the the season is still young, baby. Uh, you know, seventeen games no, left. It is. Yeah, we're uh, we're all set. But uh, but then uh, if you extend the numbers to forty-five points and fifteen assists, only four players in NBA history have done it. I might have told you this one before. Um, so Trey did it in the quadruple overtime game. Harden did it uh, two seasons ago. And then the only other two players are Isaiah Thomas uh, with the Pistons and Gail Goodrich. But none of those were rookies? No, that's just NBA history. That's it's NBA history. 45 points, oh 15 cents, only happened four times. And Trey did it. So so we got an amazing rook. Uh, super excited about uh, what he's going to bring the rest of the season trying to look at some other stats here uh yeah the i mean the it was just an insane game vince carter played 45 minutes <laughs> at age 42 which best uh robert and then he Harrison's. had to take two weeks off he was dead <laughs> I mean, he's, he's cooking out there baby it's fucking he was vince, dead, to, dead, to dead 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 today it takes us a while to get there. Well, it takes time, you know. We just work things out here. We riff. That's what we do on the Ballhawks pod. But, uh, but yeah, that's that is now the record uh, for most minutes played by someone that old. <laughs> for Vince, <laughs> yep, 40, 45 minutes. Yeah, um, Dirk's. How many minutes is Dirk playing? Oh, he's again? playing like 15, Eight. like barely anything. Yeah, I mean, and also we'll get into the match later. They're tanking their balls off mm-hmm. right now to try uh, and keep that pick. So, I've seen it. yeah. I'm pretty concerned, but we'll get to that later. Um, so, yeah, good for Vince. And then he came back later on. I think it was against the Heat, and he scored uh, 21 points on, like, seven threes or something. So, I mean, he's cooking. I can't wait for him to come back next year. Vince, come on the pod. We know you have your own podcast. Yeah. but uh, Yeah, that was a game where it wasn't it like him and D-Wade were the two, that's leading, right. two yeah. leading scorers. Yeah, all those <laughs> players yeah, had to do it out. But, uh, yes, that was a good one. Um, yeah, we already had Trey's 49 points. So yeah, so mad I missed that game. I kept uh, getting yeah, updates. I know, I know. It's it's a real shame. I'm, but you never know. Like, I mean, you've watched so many of these games, you know, and uh, you know, you've just been uh, sort of checked out in a mid mid Magic game <laughs> when they're losing by twenty. Like, oh god! Oh, but this god. one was was so so engaging. I was on the edge of my seat. I think I probably lost a couple of years of my life. My heart was beating out of my chest. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I got to say, the overtime periods were kind of dull because, again, the teams were tired. Oh, yeah. But, you know, Trey just continued to just, like, 
force the issue. And I mean, he was waltzing to the lane all the time. Like they were double teaming him. It didn't matter. Like, oh, so good. And in that game, both uh, Trey and Zach Levine logged 55 minutes, uh, which is a huge total um, as the highest total this season tied with Bradley Beal and Devin Booker. Um, and uh, yeah, I looked up some stats. Only 120 times has a player logged 55 minutes or more. And uh, only two players have scored more points than Trey did. Uh, Wilt, Chamberlain, and George Mikan. So uh, so pretty good. I've never heard of George Mikan. He was on the Minneapolis Lakers, I believe. Uh, I he was to, like, just like a incredible, like early, very early NBA. I meant to tell you this last night. It's actually good that we're on the pod. That I can kind of bring it up. But uh, so I played I, I play basketball at this free gym, Boots Ward, at Lost Mountain Park. And I saw Dell Ellis again. He came in. The legend. And uh, walked right up to me, shook my hand, you know, or casually, like yeah. after he shot around. You know, we, we talked for a little bit. He's a really nice guy. I wanted to ask for a picture with him, but there's like a bunch of people around, and yeah. I felt like he would have maybe right. felt awkward about right. it. But I really wanted a photo with him just to prove it that I I've met yeah. him. But he's I mean, the like, nicest. Were there one. lots of people around you at that moment? Like, like you just, probably could have just snuck one and been like, "Hey, man, just real quick." Yeah, I wanted like a, someone to take, uh, it, like, not okay. a selfie. Yeah, you know. I got you. I got you. I mean, I'm telling you guys, he's still to this point. Like, anytime I see him up there, he will not miss. I mean, he's, it's he's insane. an incredible shooter, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he go, he shoots, gets his rebound, shoots, gets his rebound, shoots. He came in the league he, too continue. early, you know. He was, or it's he not was, even a rebound; just he's, yeah. he's getting the, the ball went through the hoop. It, yeah. yeah, nice. Yeah, I mean, so he Dale, was, if you're out there, if you're listening, Tobias yeah. Harris is doing great. That's right. That's right. Doing doing the Lord's work. Yeah, he coached him up. When was it? Two seasons. Two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, one of the greatest shoes in NBA history. You know, he just kind of got to the league way too early. He's a mm-hmm. prototype for the sort of, you know. Yeah, if you guys specials. don't know who that is, yeah, look up his yeah, look career up stats, his, yeah, what he finished his check, career I, I don't know if he has any highlights out there. I'm sure there's some some tapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, a clean, pure stroke. Uh, he had numerous records for three-pointers for, for years, I think, until the three-pointer became a bit more popular in the NBA. But uh, final two stats... Uh, from that amazing quadruple overtime game, uh, the final score is really eye-opening: one sixty-eight, one sixty-one. That is the most points either team has scored in their franchise history: the Bulls and Hawks. Um, that is the third highest scoring game of all time, behind only the let's see what do we got here: Bucks Spurs in 1982 a 171-166 Spurs victory what the hell and then the highest scoring game of course in NBA history was a 1983 game between the Nuggets and Pistons get this 186-184 triple overtime so but i mean for the Hawks to have the third highest like this team like to score that many points I mean, and that was without JC right uh, yes. did he have the flu that That's yeah that was flu. when he started being out yeah yeah Oh my god! And you know, like Alex Len had a twenty-four point, ten rebound, to double double mm-hmm. off the bench. You know, it was uh, some wild stuff. Mostly it was Trey, but you know, clearly, you know, him and Alex combined for what is that, like seventy points? So, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of the team had to score <laughs> a decent amount. So, but it was a crazy game. I'm so glad I got to watch it. Wish, wish Mike uh, would have been there to uh, to sort of revel in the I'm action. Too busy shattering my tailbone <laughs> on. Yeah, Top you, of a mountain. You, he was on the slopes, so uh, <laughs> nothing wrong. With it was that. really hard, guys. Snowboarding was really hard. I if you've never it. been, I believe it. Yeah, I, I, I'm I not, totally I'm, walked out there like I got this shit. Like yeah. I skateboarded forever. As a skater, yeah, I, I, I can kind of get up on a surfboard. I got this. <laughs> Fuck no. Yeah, I, I feel like it'd be so um, constricted because you're just locked into that board. Like it's, it's literally it's an extension of you, which is so weird. I feel like. In my opinion, it's literally heels or toes. You cannot be flat-footed at really? all. Like you either have to shift your weight one way or the other to like stay up. <laughs> at least like I that would be a workout, man. Dude, my calves, back my calves and my Achilles, fucking guns out. Achilles. Achilles. What's up, Achilles? <laughs> there he is. Trey walked in. Good to see Trey. Love you, buddy. Um, but uh, so yeah, that was the quadruple overtime game. That was on Friday. Uh, then immediately, yeah, back to back. They had then immediately on Sunday they faced off against the Bulls again, um, and this was the game in which Trey was ejected. Mm-hmm. Um, he so early on, we'll, we'll give you the full rundown here. Early on in the game, uh, Trey was just like talking a little bit, 
um, to Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn did not take kindly. Seems like a bit of a pugnacious gentleman, <laughs> shall we say. And he pushed, like, kind of slapped Tran back of the head, kind of pushed his head, you know, kind of just uh, angrily. And Trey got teed up for that. No real reason he should have been. That should have been a tee on, on Chris Dunn, no question. Um, so that happened. And now apparently, a little backstory, as that was going on, after Dunn pushed him, Trey was like, man, I dropped 50 yeah, on I you. That. Yeah, yeah. I went for... F- I choked him. I went for 50, Creed. Oh, man. Get yeah, shit out of here, that's Creed. Not, hope that's not too... Uh, <laughs> Oh, that's not too, you know, insulting to Trey. We love Trey, uh, but we we just like to to make fun of people here. We're, we're jokesters, you know. We're comedians. Um, yeah, Mike, literally I mean, a stand-up comic in his past. Myself, yeah. just one of the funniest guys. More like a fall-down comic, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Yeah, but uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, that happened. Trey said he dropped fifty. Then uh, later on in the game, Trey was up to eighteen points and five assists, like in like eighteen minutes, I think, in that game. And he splashed a deep three in Dunn's face. And he stopped, put his hands on his hips, and just looked at Dunn. And Dunn was not even looking his direction. Right, so yeah. he wasn't really trying to get a rise. Dunn was just turned around and walked away. And Trey, for that, for using one of his five senses, <laughs> he got tossed. So I wonder if he would have sniffed in his direction. If, like, you know, who knows, man. Yeah, yeah, who knows. If he would have, like, you know, man, I don't know. But, you know, Trey just needs to be, uh, you know, see no evil, speak no evil, hear no evil out there. Um, and he, he got tossed. Uh, I was very upset. Um, it I was shameful it. Uh, by the refs. Now my new my new thing is uh, on Soaring Down South Twitter and my own Twitter. Uh, whenever anybody does something that could be construed as, like, slightly out of the ordinary, I'm like, hey, mm. at NBA official. Why not eject this guy, huh? What didn't that happen to Trey Young, huh? Yeah. Somebody had one recently within the past couple of days, I feel like. Well, Bradley Beal hammered a dunk on Solid Measury of the Mavs and stared him down. Like he was just looked right at him, didn't move. But I saw one, maybe it was an old clip. It was like a player literally just looking at a ref, and the ref just, you're out of here. Like he literally didn't say a word. He was just like, Well, of course, the, the great one is. Didn't Tim Duncan get ejected for yeah. laughing on the bench, which is so funny because it's Tim Duncan. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes these refs get a little antsy. Uh, so has Trey been ejected more than uh, you know? That's what Cam I. Baysmore? That's what I need to. Well, I don't. Has Bay's been ejected? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. He's just been teed up, up a lot, like once a game. Yeah, that's what I need. To, I need to check on the the technicals and and ejections because I feel like ejections are not that common. I mean. I know Pat Bev was ejected early in the year because he threw a ball at a fan, um, uh, which I love Pat Bev. But, um, but yeah, it was really, really shitty. Um, just want to say fuck the refs on that one. Really bad. And uh, one of my guys on Twitter that I follow, True Bane Virgo, um, uh, said that it's a conspiracy. They didn't want Trey to get his uh, fourth straight 30-point game, which he was definitely on track to get because uh, at that point he had three straight games with 30-plus points. And he would have gotten it again. Uh, who knows? You know, you would feel like they they would try to build up this young talent and try and sort of get him on you know high stage, get him some some play. Mm-hmm. But uh, I guess maybe next time he just shouldn't put his hands on his hips. You know, he was just trying to get comfortable. Uh, we've all been there, but uh, yeah. And then D- did you see what Chris Dunn said about it? He was like, "Yeah, I don't think he should have been ejected. Really? Uh, I didn't even see what happened. You know, he wouldn't. Even, he literally was turned around. Like mm-hmm. it was all for posturing. And I mean." You know, I saw tons of people come out of the woodwork say, like, well, I guess you got to go back and eject Steph Curry and LeBron James in every game they've ever played in. You know? Yeah. Just uh, really awful. Um, but uh, the Hawks actually pulled that game out uh, on the back of some good shooting from uh, Jalen Adams, who had a career-high 14 points in that Sunday Bulls game. And uh, the aptly named B.J. Johnson, uh, our, our <laughs> new favorite name on the Atlanta Hawks, <laughs> But uh, he actually looked pretty good out there. Uh, I've, I've liked what I've seen. He's on, I think he's on his second ten day contract now. So uh, hopefully they keep him around. Um, uh, Is he know, number five? I believe. Yeah. So that, that's correct. Yeah. This one of Chris's favorite words to use: the real spindly guy. Yes, yes, spindly. I've already used it once in this podcast to describe Ben Simmons' arms. <laughs> Although he's a bit more chiseled than that. But yes, I do like the word spindly. Um, I believe one. I think it might have been Mike Breen who called the. Uh, called the spindly Tayshaun Prince knifes down the lane. I remember hearing that years and years ago when Prince was on the Grizzlies. 
Um, but uh, that always stuck with me. You know, I'm, I'm always listening to uh, to good announcers uh, like ourselves. <laughs> but uh, but yes, yeah, so that was that. Um, then uh, let's see. We had some other games. The Heat game, a close one. Uh, not too much to really talk about there. One point loss. Uh, that was the one Carter and D Wade sort of dueled it out. Yeah, and uh, picked up D Wade for that game. Uh, worth it. Yeah, yeah, good choice. You little bastard. Chubby Always. cheeks and all. Oh, Just yeah. wanted to pinch those little chubby cheeks. <laughs> but then at the end of the game, uh, really the takeaway was the jersey swap with uh, Red Pepper, our mm-hmm. guy, the big hurt, Redhead Redemption. Uh, <laughs> you know, we love him. Uh, Ronald Threesley. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, but yeah, the, you know, and apparently uh, D. Wade got word that Herder wore number three because he, you know, he loved Wade. Now, that sounds like slight revisionist history to me because I, the story I heard was the reason he wears three is because he wanted one, but Justin Anderson wears one. And when Justin Anderson got there, he was like, Hey man, give me one. And he was like, all right, cool. So, yeah. uh, so, you know, uh, you know, he can say yeah. he loves Wade. I mean, who doesn't love Wade? I got my, I got my, uh, you know, yeah, uh, Vice Gallo. Knights jersey up there right now. Uh, th- thank you. At I mean, Retro I'm, Jersey Shop, you know what I'm saying? I'm sure he was a fan of Wade already. But but yeah, of course. He I mean, just, really, he's, he's beyond reproach. I mean, the only thing was that I would think most people would choose Allen Iverson, like for that yeah, number. Yeah. You know, I mean, be, maybe yeah. we're just too old. Kevin Herter's so young. He didn't maybe maybe see. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, he's uh, we could be his dad. <laughs> we gave birth when when we were eight years old or nine years old. Now, got him so old. Eight years for you, I guess. You young motherfucker. <laughs> um. Anyway, anyway, let's see. Let's check our time in here. Um. Yeah. So let's see. One more game. Uh, yeah, we had the Spurs game last night. Pretty dull game. Um, they kept it close throughout. John Collins returned, got that double double just for Mike's uh, fantasy team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it I was all for you. Yeah, yeah. Mike was really getting invested in that and nothing else. <laughs> he didn't care about the outcome of the game either way. Listen, this is the second round of the playoffs. All right, if I win this, I'm in the cha- I'm in the ship. <laughs> Looking for so, that chip. Yeah, yeah. getting that. that money and the back. guy that I'm playing beat me eight one last time we played. So I've got. To prove he's him. got unfinished business. He thinks he thinks that he's on. He's gonna go straight to the ship, and I got news for him. Hashtag. I'm J- Captain Jack Sparrow, and I'm taking the ship down with me. Hashtag me too. <laughs> I love that. Um, but uh, but yeah, the Hawks lost that one. Um, pretty pretty dull affair. They shot like under. That game was. Weird. They shot like under. I don't even remember. Like under thirty five percent from the field and. Pretty low from three as well. So kept yeah, hearing. tons of fouls. Uh, also, Torian Prince got ejected. Oh yeah, uh, for giving birth to another child. Um, yeah, very odd. Um, lots of stuff going on. But uh, yeah, we uh, we have a few more things you with. You kept you kept hearing Neek say, "Like this rhythm is weird." <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, and, this, there's no rhythm to this game. And, yeah, and you know, Bob was. I, he used some phrase I don't remember, but you know, he was saying just like it's a mess or something. You know, and it was. It was not a great game to watch. I love but, hearing uh, uh, Dominique just say Rosen instead of yes. Demar DeRo- DeRozan. <laughs> he he thinks his first Rosen. name is D Demar Rosen. De. Yeah, Demarda. His middle name is yeah. There we go, Demarda. That's right, Demarda. <laughs> Oh, and then of course our favorite is is Poitras. He cannot yeah. pronounce he cannot pronounce Poitras for the life of him. And then uh, you know I made a joke last night that you know when he's uh, going to a restaurant he he puts in his order to the waitress. <laughs> and then what was yours? Yeah, like it was. Oh the, man, I can't remember. I can't remember it, it was good though. It had me in stitches. I forgot it. I don't remember. Uh, I mean, you, you, you've me. said porpoise before, which yeah. is pretty good. But this one was even better. But uh, but yeah, so you know, one and three, a uh, little four game stretch there from the Hawks. They need to try and lose some more. It would have been great if they could have lost both those games to the Bulls, uh, as that would have been yeah. they would have brought them even closer to the four spot in the draft out of uh, odds. But uh, for now, it's good stuff, and uh, we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, you're gonna hear from our sponsor. Uh, thank you to Anchor and the Black Tux for sponsoring the Ballhawks podcast. And uh, listen to one of those ads, and we'll be right back with you. And that's when I like told my mom, like, is my butthole supposed to bleed? And we're back in action. <laughs> Here we are. <laughs> a little too far there. Oh, <laughs> uh, no, I don't know. We weren't recording. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, we were not talking about anything before we were recording. Now we're back. Back in action at the Ballhawks podcast. Um, 
got a few rapid fire things here to get into. Um, so I just wanted to pose a question to you, Mike. Do you think our beloved rookie Trey Young could make a run on rookie of the year? I mean, he is hot. I'll answer that question with another question. And that is the statement here. <laughs> if he does not win rookie of the year, I will lose my fucking mind. You're talking about Luca? Trey. If Trey does not win rookie of the year, you think so? I will lose my oh, mind. He's going, he's going off right now. Go off, King. Do your thing. I'm just I don't I just don't But I here's, don't the, get... here's the thing. Luca's stats are truly amazing. Sure. Sure. Like, I was I was looking at it like I mean Trey's stats are also stunning. Like he's top five in assists per game, total assist. He's number three in a total assist as a rookie and a you know fairly undersized rookie at that. He's I guess, really good. But yeah. like Luca's twenty seven uh twenty points, seven rebounds, five assists per game. Twenty points, seven rebounds, five assists per game is his average. Yeah. What's as a rookie. What's Trey average? Trey is eighteen points, seven assists, and then like three point nine rebounds and then they're both sub 35 from three um luca's shooting better overall Mm -hmm. Uh, the the advanced metrics love luca a lot more although trey's advanced offensive numbers of course are much better of course luca's numbers are better because he's just a bigger size like Mm -hmm. uh and you know he's such he's a smart player so i I mean it's 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 gotten a lot closer uh all of the blog boys and you know writers they love luca so much yeah uh, I guess I'm a little biased because I don't really watch Luca play that much. Right. So I've just been watching Trey for this whole season. Right. Right. And and, he's dominant, yeah. yeah, and it's like he carries the team. I mean, he's our best like, player for sure. And I'm sure Luca's doing a lot of that too. But I just feel like for Trey to come into this team that we were, I mean, last season was I could <laughs> not get, fun. I don't even know if I watched like more than five games, honestly. I feel like you watch a lot there with me. I, I mean. I sat in the room with you. I don't know if I I was staring at my phone. Yeah, yeah you were looking at highlights of better games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was a tough year last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we were we were loving uh, Tyler Dorsey last year, and now he's uh, gone. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's out the Dorsey. Hey, now that was good. That was out the dome. That was real nice. I have not done that one yet. Oh, man. Got to take credit for that. I'm, I'm soaring down south. <laughs> Oh goodness me! But um, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm glad you're you're going out on a limb here. Yeah, Mike is going all out, uh, saying he, Trey's going to win it. I like it. It's a take. Usually, uh, you know, I try to be even keel I mean, here. I, I'm, I'm I do a lot of hedging here. I don't have a you know I'm not I'm not a real takesman. Um, you know, I just sort of report on what I see. I observe. Mm-hmm. I observe and report, starring Seth Rogen and Anna Ferris. I just feel like Trey's done more because Luca's already been a professional. I guess, right. but he was young. I don't know. He I, was 19 for much of the year. Thank goodness he turned 20 so that we don't have to hear that he was 19 anymore. And they keep saying that about Jason Tatum, too. Did you see that? Yeah. Like yes. Finally, he's 21. Yeah, he was born at 19. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, hey, that's a good take. I like it. You should go on Twitter with that take. Uh, back it up with yeah. some stats that you can find at Soaring Down South. Uh, I'll just repost that picture of them in the hairdresser. Yeah, place yeah that is a good one. They'll be arguing about who's rookie of the year. Yeah, of course. Uh, follow Mike on Twitter at Vince Farter, and then once hey, again, check out my five posts that I've posted. And <laughs> but they're five all five months. Honestly, they're all fire <laughs> posts, though. They're real good. I honestly um, just forget I have it. Jared like, Dudley looks like a peeled potato. Uh, the stinky threes man. Uh, yeah, train Luke at the hair salon. Yeah, Mike bringing some heat. It's just uh, he's very Mike Bream. And some heat. Is it Mike Bream? Uh, announcer. Mike, Mike Bream? Bream. Bream. It's Bream. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna wipe off on that. <laughs> Got coffee in there. Uh, yeah, no. Bream is a type of fish. Uh, oh. Just so you know. So that's why Chris is a writer, and I'm not. No, Words. no. Actually, I'm a trained ichthyologist. <laughs> um, yes, yes. Uh, I just see. I, I don't even know that if that's right. I just did not agree that that's the right <laughs> word that he used. Uh, it sure is ichthyologist, somebody who studies fish, pescatarian, somebody who follows. Who only eats fish. There we go. That's correct. See, Mike knows his stuff. He's a bright college-educated <laughs> chap. No, I mean, I went downstairs today. Mike was uh, saying, you yeah, know, I'm just reading over the scripts. And I go, oh, you know. I know. You can't say much about it. It's all classified. It. It's yeah, all, yeah. I mean. We'll just say that. And the you FBI know. are working on some. He's a big, he's a big Hollywood bigwig. Uh, so you got to give shouts <laughs> to Mike on that. But uh, but yeah, um, you know it's it's a it's a good question. Uh, definitely Trey is number two in rookie of the year to be sure. 
I would love it if he was able to continue this pace. Uh, he had a pretty terrible game against the Spurs. They really defended him very well. Spurs always is so amazing on defense, no matter who they have. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but, you know, if he can kind of get back to that stretch he had recently, I do think him getting ejected really messed up his flow. Um, yeah. Because yeah, you know he was all that. keyed in for another 30-point point game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was just, again, shameful shit from those refs. I'm pretty upset, honestly. Still salty, still salty. Especially against Patty Mills. Yeah, yeah. And, like, Bryn Forbes, not a great defender. But they mm-hmm. all are good team defenders, and, you know. Yeah, they had that you know galumphing white guy? guy Eubanks out there last what night. Was the guy that we kept talking about, Derek White? <laughs> Man, yeah. If anybody has not taken a real look at Derek White's uh, facial structure, take a look at that. He's got a huge protuberant forehead. Uh, his hair, as somebody once said about Trey Young's hair, looks like a lollipop that fell on the ground. <laughs> Derek White's hair more looks like that because Trey's hair is pretty flowing. I mean, it's thin, but like he's got nice locks. You know, I, I gotta like- say. Who, Trey? Yeah. I think he's got a nice hair. I feel like it's just it's that just he doesn't thin. style it. Right. Like, if he was to, like, slick it back or, like, because it it's just, because it's curly. So I don't just see him slick it back. Well, I don't he know. looks you know like a I'm fucking saying? greaser, dude. <laughs> like, it, the way it grows, it looks like it just combines in the little spindle parts yeah, and then it just, just separates. Yeah, so he looks, curly, man, he looks right. like he's balding, but I don't think that he is. You don't think? I mean, here's the thing. I didn't it's think I was, thin. I didn't think I was balding in high school. Well, wake up. <laughs> because I had long hair, you know, and I was like, God, oh, no, I'm yeah. good. And Is then, it, your hair was so beautiful in high school. Oh, man, I miss it so much now. Uh, now I'm going I mean, gray. Technically, you could, you could still do it in some size. Yeah, but that would be <laughs> weird. But anyway, um, yes, Derek White, very uh, interesting looking chap, shall we say. He's trying to find his, uh, <clears throat> his photo. <laughs> Yeah, the the legend. Yeah, but he, hey, he's a good defender. He he played pretty well against the Hawks last night. So, so yeah, what gotta gotta give him props. What was the term he used? He looks like a, something maybe. Oh yeah, that'll be special late night uh, <laughs> ball hawk spot whenever we do our next live recording with a game on. But uh, but yeah, speaking of Luca and the Mavs, that team has been playing really poorly. Um, let's see. They've lost three in a row. They're two and eight in their last ten. And the odds of the Hawks keeping that pick that they have owed to them from the Mavs next season are just dwindling by the day. Uh, let's see what we got. Uh, so tell me, tell me again. I'm still confused about a lot of this. Why will why will we lose that pick? Well, if because it, that was the one we traded the Trey Young Doncic trade, right? And it's protected one through five. By Dallas. So, like, if it is in one through five, they keep it. Oh, And, of course, so, it's relying on The lottery is all ping pong balls. Right, right. Random chance. So, we have to be sixth or later. Well, the, the Dallas, pick, Dallas yeah. does, yeah. Right. They That's have to I'm, pick yeah. six or later, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, right now, they are in the seven spot in terms of lottery odds. Only two games back of the Grizzlies. Um, and then only... How many games back of us? Quite a few games back of us. Six games back of us at the five spot, so... Seems unlikely that they'll run all the way back up and catch us. If they did, they would be a disaster. It's um, just insane to see teams that are not above 15 wins. Yes. Or I guess yes. there's one. Well, yeah, and you know last night the Suns and Knicks played each other, and the Suns won that one. And Suns have now won three straight, so they're uh, they're playing better of late. But, um, yeah, yeah. Knicks 13-52. and 52. I mean, it's not looking good. Looking good. I mean, and well, the Hawks the right now are two games away from how many games they won last year. So, like, we're, you know, we're kind of on the upswing, but we should be losing more. Uh, we are three games. Oh, let's see. Oh, that's right. Chicago won last night. So, we're still three games behind Chicago for fourth best odds. And just a quick refresher. Um, right now, since the Hawks are in fifth best, uh, we have a upwards of 40% chance of getting a pick that's in the top four. Um, a 2.2% chance at number five, and then an upwards of like, what is that, 45? Yeah, like a 45% chance at picking six or seven. So, And, um, you know, it's kind of scary seeing the Mavs performing pretty poorly. Um, lost three straight, but, uh, you know, I have hope. Uh, you know, Zion is coming. Who did they get in that trade? They got rid of Wesley Matthews. Oh, they got Porzingis. Duh. Yeah, the singer. Yeah, yeah. he's not going to play this year, though. It's going to be next year. 
But, uh, you know, talking about the draft, I did a recent uh, mock draft on Soaring Down South. It's uh, Atlanta Hawks mock draft before March Madness. And uh, I had the Hawks taking Cam Reddish, number five overall, out of Duke. Uh, what do you think about that pick, Mike? What do you think? I would love to have him. I mean, like, is he going to be – do you think he'd be a center for us, though? Oh, God, no. No, he would be, he'd be, he'd be a three. Yeah. A three? Yeah, he'd probably take Torian Prince's place because he's probably not going to be on the team for much longer. So you're saying JC is bigger than him? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Really? When I see yeah, him on, yeah. on the court. He's very spindly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who plays center for them? It's that it's, number. Uh, it's Zion, dude. He plays center? Yeah. Yeah. Because he starts and he jumps up and he can jump <laughs> literally out of the gym in the atmosphere. Uh, yeah, he starts at center. and I mean, then, I, But then they'll bring in, if it that, is a different like team they're facing, it'll be like that, Mark Marquise Bolden. Yeah, that's Jeff the guy. Delorier, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I like Cam Reddish. I'd yeah. say any of them would be a good addition. Yeah, any three of the yeah, yeah. Barrett, Reddish, or, or Zion. But they even, almost lost that tri- game last they did. Last yeah, yeah, when we, no, that no was two nights ago. Yeah, yeah, Monday, right? No. Tuesday. Was Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday night. Oh, that's right. Because we had him. Yeah, um, yeah, shouts to our pal uh, Adam. Happy birthday, bud. Uh, you're going to be dirty 30 soon. Everybody wants to be that dirty 30, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, I do like Cam Reddish. He's actually fallen uh, in a lot of recent mock drafts because he does kind of look lost out there at times. But like his upside is high. And mm-hmm. I mean, he has done some pro ready moves already. And he's a, he's a good athlete, a good shooter. Uh, he's shown some solid stuff on defense, so he would be a good choice if we were able to get number five. And now, right now, last when I last did this, the Mavs were slated to have the eighth pick, and I had them taking, oh, my guy, dude, DeAndre Hunter out of Virginia. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you were watching that uh, Duke-Virginia game with me when he yammed all over somebody. I don't think it was Zion. Zion would not get dunked on. Uh, but it was definitely one of those uh, Duke guys, Hunter, just dunked all over him. He's an amazing defender. Uh, from college, a career 48.6, oh, sorry, not career, career 44% shooter, but this season shooting 48.6% from three. Uh, so that would be a good fit. A lot of what I think the team needs to focus on is defense because yeah. it looks like our offense is going to be in great shape with yeah. uh, Trey and John and then Herder kind of filling in the gaps every now and again. Mm-hmm. Uh, consummate glue guy, as white guys often are. <laughs> Elmer, um, Elmer's glue. Yep, yep. <laughs> There's another nickname for him because he's got that orange top too on that. Orange <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I gotta make a photo. Is. There it is. I gotta make a photo. <laughs> All right, Mike's out of the pod. It's just <laughs> now. Nah, I'll do it later. No, no, <laughs> just paste it. Yeah, Elmer <laughs> No, no, just replace that like cow or bull or whatever with it is. Him. Yeah, with her. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Oh my god, but he is. The, that that is fucking glue, hilarious. Dude. Herder's glue. I love it. <laughs> I do love it, but uh, but yeah, you know, uh, if we were able to get you know Reddish at five, Hunter at eight, that's good defense core. And then I have the Hawks take uh, with number thirty-five, Matisse Tibble. I, I think it's Tibble. Name. It might be Tybble. I know I've heard people say Tybble, but if it's French, it really is probably Tibble. But um, he's an amazing defender. Tibble, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, he's he's a senior prospect prospect out of uh, Washington. Okay, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A cool name. Yeah, he's, he's kind of got a cool look to him. Uh, he's, I mean, you know, he's got strong shoulders. You can see there. Uh, but uh, he's number one in the country in steal rate at six point seven percent. He's like leading, or like he's top like two or three. Let me see what, what I got here. Oh, he is number one in uh, steals in all of the country of college basketball with a hundred. Oh my god! Um, and uh, his career high from last season was one hundred one. So he's definitely gonna gonna best that. Uh, his instincts are crazy. Yeah, good. that's what that means to me. If you've got that many steals, <sighs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, if read. you watch his highlights, if, you know, check out my piece on Soaring Down South, please. Uh, it's uh, pick number thirty-five for that one for the Hawks. Uh, it's a uh, highlights against who's he playing? Colorado. And I mean, he like he is just zoned in, and he just steals these guys right off the dribble, like mid dribble. He's just like, all right, cool, oh, that's mine now. Mm-hmm. Amazing defender, uh, and his shot. Profile looks good, as in his shot uh, shooting motion and you know form looks great. And you know if he can just be a three and D guy, uh, that's all the Hawks are going to need. You know, so I like that. Then of course we get a number forty-one, my guy, the legend, Admiral Schofield. I want the Hawks to take Admiral Schofield so bad. His name is incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at him. He's ripped. 
you know, he's uh, going to lead Tennessee likely to, uh, you know, a lengthy tournament run. I hope uh, this Tennessee team is a, quite enjoyable to watch with Grant yeah, Williams. I think they might be my, uh, my choice in the bracket. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I don't know much about college, but. But yeah, exactly. I'm I'm more the college guy. I see a lot days. of them. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. calling that Duke's gonna choke. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, the thing is, if you know they're not a good three point shooting team, and if like they don't shoot well from three, they can be had for mm-hmm. sure. Especially, I mean, Zion's got to come back. For mm-hmm. one so, um, of course, uh, if the Hawks win the lottery, number one is Zion, no questions asked. But uh, Admiral Schofield, so good, um, love him. Uh, I described him having a mammoth frame, Popeye-sized arms, and bulbous shoulders in my in my piece. Um, he's really good. He's a senior as well, uh, but good defender should be. Uh, he's shown solid shooting form. I believe he's a career 37%. Yeah, 37.3% from three. Um, yeah, I love Schofield. Love to have him on the team. And, I mean, the Hawks right now are slated to have five picks in this draft, which is probably too many. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, that's what I talk about in, in my mock draft, uh, like the number 44 pick, I, I could see them trading it away, um, you know, or Here's, like packaging up some of those second rounders and moving up, you know, somewhere if there's somebody they really like. This might be a stupid question, but do you think that we're going to hold on to all three of those top three picks that we, that got? we got last year? Like Amari, I'm specifically calling out Amari. Yeah, I mean, he would be the one that would be expendable. But, I mean, they're going to keep him around for a few years at least. Kind of like what they're going to be doing with Torian. Like, Mm -hmm. they picked up his option for next year, which he's probably going to be traded next year. Because, honestly, he doesn't fit fit great. He played very well against the Spurs, I will say. I think he'd be a good come-off-the-bench player. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, when Trey is not out there, when they need some offense... Yeah, that probably would be good. But, but uh, is he willing even, to? Yeah, right. Is he willing to do that? That's the question. Because I do like Torian. Uh, his skill set, especially, uh, would be very useful for this team. The Prince, that was probably. Yeah, yeah. Pump fake Prince as well was another one we bandied about. But, uh, but yeah, so that's uh, that's the mock draft. Um, what else we got here? Oh yeah, some injury news. Uh, it looks it looks like Alex Poitras. Um, oh yeah, that was he had terrible. a rough yeah sprained ankle. It looked like mm-hmm. he rolled it viciously, mm-hmm. and Spellman did too. I don't know if you saw that one. Yeah. Did you see him do that? I didn't see him do it, yeah, but I heard but, about yeah. it. Yeah, and he's out for like a month, so that leaves a very limited front court rotation that is only now Alex Lynn, John Collins, Vince Carter. That's pretty much it, mm-hmm. unless you want to throw Justin Anderson into the four or something. Otherwise, everyone else is injured. Plumley is out. Poitras is likely going to be out. Spellman uh, is out. Deadman, Deadman is out. Yeah. yeah, he's out with something or other. Yeah. Dude, I meant to tell you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, last night, I was sitting down there by myself watching Parks and Rec, and there's an episode where uh, they're like having the bachelor parties. I don't know if you've seen that episode. And they Maybe. they see Roy Herbert at a restaurant, and because <laughs> Tom knows him from like an earlier episode, yeah. Roy Herbert. Has a friend. Guess who that friend was? Miles Plumley. Hey, nice. <laughs> I'm like looking at because he had glasses on. And oh, I'm like, yeah. wait a minute. I'm like, I know that guy too. And <laughs> nice. fucking took me a second. I was like, that's fucking Miles Plumley. Legend, dude. Legend. <laughs> yeah. So I he's know. been in an epic parks. And I know, man. Yeah, he he sounds like he's had an interesting career. That somebody profiled him some outlet uh, this off season, and uh, yeah, I don't really know why he's out right now. Uh, doesn't really matter, honestly. <laughs> but uh, but you know he, he did look pretty sprightly. He looked better than he did last year. But uh, I love Hawks, Sprite. What's it? I love Sprite. Oh yeah, somebody replayed LeBron's first um, Sprite commercial. Yeah, it was like him joking. Is that about, the anime one? Or? No, it was uh, him. Yeah. Or, like just sitting on the couch with friends, and like he was just like, "Yeah, man, my neck is really feeling bad. I think I might be hurt." And they were like, "Hey, man, uh, what are you talking about? Uh, you're about to get drafted, man." And then he pulls out a sprite from like, like I'm just I'm just kidding. So good, love LeBron here, yeah. And uh, we can end on that note. Shouts to LeBron, passing MJ. Oh yeah, fourth all time and, uh, and scoring right fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's fourth. Kobe's third. Kobe's third yeah. Um, and he will pass Kobe next season, I would imagine. It's a thousand. He's a thousand away. Yeah, like fourteen hundred. Fourteen hundred. He'll get it. He'll get it next year. Um, yeah, shouts to LeBron. Um, he's uh, he's our goat. You know he's amazing. Uh, his efficiency. If you if you just look at the uh, top scores in NBA history, like he's got an insane amount of assists. He's like the highest in that to, of the top five for sure in assists. Um, and I think he's I think he's above guys in blocks as well. 
I think MJ has more steals, but you know he was mm-hmm. uh, he's a, kind of a more ball hawking guy. Yeah, to, he could palm the ball like it was yeah, a baseball. Yeah, exactly. So I never really. See, I mean, I know LeBron can do it, but I don't ever really see LeBron like have those moments where he like catches like. Do you remember that one clip of MJ where I think it's Scottie Pippen throws like an inbound pass and it's way high. And literally one-handed Michael Jordan just like it's like a suction cup to his hand, and he just brings it down like yeah. immediately, full control. Like how your hands like Kawhi, yeah. can, you know Kawhi. Oh can yeah, do that. oh yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, Trey Young can probably do it too. I mean, Trey Young does have massive mitts. We were talking about it. You know, he's kind of got short arms, but those hands are big. So that's why he can get that amazing control on passes. So, mm-hmm. so really, that's all I got. Um, you got anything else, Mike? Anything popping these days? Uh. uh. <laughs> Mike, uh, you, you okay there, pal? Still, still, my heart is pacing from the thinking my girlfriend. This is a misunderstanding, but I'll go ahead and tell it. Well, during this podcast, my girlfriend text, was texting me, and I was vaguely reading it because who cares, right? And she, no, but she said something about her class got canceled, and that her I thought that it said her dad was sick and he has to have open heart surgery so i'm like freaking out trying not to pause the podcast because that comes first sorry Aubrey. So of course above all else so when we paused i like sprint out of here and i call her and i'm like what's going on everything okay and she's like what are you talking about and i was like your dad is he having open heart surgery she was like, no, this is my professor's dad. That's why class was canceled. I was like, oh. oh goodness. Yeah, just a bit of a misunderstanding. <laughs> just a minor one. So then I hung up on her. <laughs> and came back to the pod because pod bless America. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, we thank you for listening. As always, give us a follow on Twitter at BallHawksPod. Always trying to fire off some Hawk Spice as well as some uh, Ref Hate. Mm-hmm. Plenty of that to come as the season progresses. Give me a follow uh, at the Chris Guest. Give Mike a follow at Vince Farter. Of course, explain that to him. See that one? That looks good, right? Yeah, we're we're looking at some craft beer action here. Sweetwater Brewing. Mango Kush. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. Yeah, Sweetwater has a beer that smells very much like weed. Uh, it's called the G13 strain. They just announced a Mango Kush wheat. It's a wheat one. It's not IPA anymore. I'll take it. It'll be good. My yeah. dick's hard right now. <laughs> On that note, uh, <laughs> thanks to our sponsors, the Black Tux and Anchor. Of course, Anchor, our sponsor, our host of this uh, wondrous podcast we do. Thank you all for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, and always, trust the Casas. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Ballhawks podcast. Thanks to our sponsor, Anchor, and please give us a follow on any of your podcatcher of choice. We'll be back with you soon. Until then, much love. Go Hawks.